Hello everyone and welcome to Walking Through Life. So you guys, today is the last day of 2018. Like how crazy is that? Um, tomorrow starts a new year and I know a lot of us have maybe set some goals or some things that we want to work on. Um, I know most of the time we tend to <laughs> slack off after like a month. Uh, but this year, at least for myself, I'm hoping that I can really, um, stick with it for the entire year. Um, but anyway, I, so this podcast is going to be a little bit more spiritual on the religious side. I was reading the scriptures last night. I was reading in the New Testament. And so for those who don't know or who don't remember, um, so I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And every year we focus on a different part of the scriptures. So this coming year in 2019, we're going to be focusing on the New Testament, um, which I'm really excited for because I love the New Testament. Um, well, I mean, I love the whole, you know, all the scriptures. But um, what's really helpful is our church gives out like a study manual. So like an aid as they read the scripture. So um, it has, you know, each week it has, you know, suggestions on scriptures to read. It has, um, you know, some quotes and some questions to ponder just to kind of help you in your study of the scriptures um, so that you're ready for, sun. you know, when Sunday comes along um, for our lessons, we're kind of more prepared. And um, so I, last night I started going through this week's um study and the chapter is about um, how we are responsible for our, for our own learning and so the first section was um, to truly learn from the savior I must accept his invitation to come follow me and so you guys I only got through one two three scriptures like three sections of scriptures and I just was writing a lot of notes and it's not that my notes are like profound it's just sometimes when we read the scriptures just like with any book sometimes we just read to read and we don't really get a lot out of it um but last night I felt like I was actually reading to get something out of it and that's why I was able to take notes um just little little things right that came to my mind so I just wanted to kind of you know share some of those with you just because I thought they were really interesting I don't know maybe you guys won't think it is but um he said, the Savior's invitation to come follow me applies to all, whether we are on the new path of discipleship or have walked it all our lives. That This was his invitation to a rich young man who was striving to keep the commandments. And so uh, the first scripture that I read was in Matthew 19, verses 16 to 22. And it's about... Um, the, the man who comes and asks Christ, you know, what do I need to do in order to have eternal life? So I'm going to read the scripture, though, because it's just better. Though. So it says, And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto them, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. And he saith unto him, which Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, 
Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The young man saith unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth up, what lack I yet? And Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. So, okay, there was just like a lot to get out of this, um, you know, um, couple of verses. Um, so first of all, in the manual, it had um, it continued and said, What he learned and what we all must learn is that being a disciple means giving our whole souls to Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. We progress in our discipleship as we identify what we lack, change, and seek to more fully follow them. So what I got out of this chapter, these, you know, verses, um, okay, so first of all, the man asks, you know, in the beginning, he says, you know, um, you know, what do I need to do? And Christ says, you know, keep the commandments. And then, well, he says, which? And to me, it's almost as if the man is asking, you know, well, what commandments are necessary? Which ones do I have to keep? You know, like, what's the least amount of work I have to do in order to gain eternal life? And I feel like we all kind of, you know, are in that situation at some point in our lives. I feel like we kind of tend to, I mean, we all want eternal life, right? And so I feel like we're sometimes like that man when we ask, you know, well, what do I have to do? And, um, but what I thought was interesting is that in verse 21, so it says, Jesus says, if that will be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, come and follow me. Um, I was looking at the footnote under what perfect means. And perfect, it led me to commitment, which is really interesting. So to me, it's almost as if Christ is saying, you know, if if you want to show me that you're all in and you want to show me that you're actually committed to me and the gospel, then give up what you have to the poor. Um, I think that we all want eternal life. And so I think that we we all tend to ask that question, you know, what do we need to do in order to have it? And I think that there comes a point in all of our lives where God will ask us to do something that may seem extremely hard or something like we can't do. Um, and we're going to be in this position like this young man where we're either going to have to choose him or the world. And in this case, at this moment, the man chose the world um, because he felt like it was a hard thing to do. Um <clears throat> So going along as well with the word perfect, um, since it led to commitment, that made me think of, okay, and so another way I think of looking at perfection, which I had never thought about until right now, when I looked at that footnote, because perfection, being perfect said commit commitment. Um, so I think another way of looking at perfection is commitment. It's being committed to Christ, meaning so commitment does not mean that you're perfect, but it means you keep trying. So if you're committed, for example, to piano, okay, and you're taking piano lessons, it means that you're, if, so if you're committed, it means you're practicing each week, you're showing up to your lessons every week, you work hard at it. It doesn't mean that you're not going to ever mess up, but it means that even through those hard times and those times when you do mess up, that you keep going, you keep trying, 
you stay committed, you keep practicing. And so I think, you know, when the, when Christ tells this man, you know, if that will be perfect, I think he just means if you keep trying, right? Just keep trying and go and sow at the house. So just, you know, stay committed. You know, if you say that you want eternal life, then show me, um, show me that you want it. And so, <clears throat> Um, I don't know, that was just another way of looking at, you know, being perfect. Because I think sometimes we see the word perfect, you know, when Christ invites us to be perfect and we freak out. And I don't think it literally has to mean, you know, obviously the only perfect person is Christ. But I think it just means that we're committed. We're trying. Um, and, you know, we don't stray from that commitment. So, um, the next part is, it says... Learning from the Savior starts when we strive to understand what he taught. And he's, um, it says, for example, how does your understanding of forgiveness deepen as you explore the following scriptures? So I only got through two of them, um, which one was in, the first one was in Matthew 6. I only got through one? You guys, I only got through one of those. Okay, wow. Um was in Matthew 6, and it's verses 14 to 15. And it says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So what I thought what I thought was interesting, what I found, is um, <clears throat> in the first verse when it says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. The first forgive, if you forgive men their trespasses, I looked at the footnote for that, and it leads you over to the word forbear. And then it also says long-suffering and patience. So I looked at what forbear means, and it means to politely or patiently restrain an impulse to do something, or to refrain from doing something or using something. But then I, if you go to the next verse when it says, if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. When I look up that footnote of forgive, it takes me to forgiveness in the topical guide. And then from there, it tells me benevolence, confession, forbear, Jesus Christ, atonement through, and remission of sins. So it's a different definition of forgiveness. So to me, and maybe this is a stretch, but what I put for this is that forgiveness in these two verses is a little bit different in that we cannot give other people a remission of their sins you know we can't wipe away their mistakes but we can have patience when they do make a mistake and we can be slow to judge and we can have charity towards them um but when it comes to forgiveness from you know our heavenly father you know he can cleanse us and he can give us a remission of our sins so I feel like, um, you know, in this sense, forgiveness is similar, but a little bit different. I don't know. Um, so those, I, I thought I got through three, but I only got through two, I guess, two scriptures. This is going to take me a while to get through. But I just thought it was really interesting, um, and I'm really excited for this year to go through this um, study manual. And uh, I don't know, I'm kind of a nerd, so I like 
having like kind of a layout of what I need to study and a place where I can write notes and things. So I'm really excited. Um, but as far as these verses that I, you know, I read, I think it's just a good reminder that, um, I think my favorite part out of all of this was the part about being perfect. It was just a reminder to me, um, when I looked at the word commitment is just that, you know, I don't need to be perfect, perfect, but being perfect, you know, just means that I need to keep going. You know, if I say that I believe in Christ and, you know, if I say that I want eternal life, then I need to prove it by actually staying committed. Um, and, and that's a hard thing to do. I, I know <laughs> because I've, I, I've said, you know, for example, for my weight loss, you know, I want to lose the weight and I've tried losing the weight many times over the, you know, couple years and I've never been able to stay committed. Um, so, you know, being perfect or being committed can be very hard, uh, but it is possible, um, you know, if we, you know, have his help. And um, so anyway, uh, I'll, this week I'll read the rest of these scriptures and uh, maybe I'll do another podcast to finish up what I studied. Um, obviously, that one's probably going to be a lot longer. I probably won't share all the scriptures. Or maybe we'll break it up into two other podcasts or something. But, um, yeah, so that was what I got out this week. Um, and, you know, hopefully all of you can remember as well that, uh, you know, <clears throat> we just need to try our best. And the Savior doesn't expect us to be perfect. He just expects expects us to try. Um, and He knows we're going to mess up. But He is there to forgive us if we are willing and, you know, ready to, to change. And, um, if we ask the question, what lack I yet, you know, um, I know that he will, will tell us, he'll tell us what we, what we need to be better at and what we need to stop doing, what we need to start doing, uh, what we need to do to improve ourselves and be able to help others. 